Today on the wrestling podcast about nothing, it's the big one. Yes, episode 100. And we're ready to bring you the first ever WPAN roast. You, our friends, until we hear you, get to tell us what you really think of us. Plus memories from the past 100 episodes and more. But first, tell them, George. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dementia? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to the wrestling podcast about nothing episode 100 presented by BDARadio.com. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me, as always, is a veteran of the New England Independent Mat Wars, the Irresistible Force, the Immovable Object, the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Oh, you're already you're already ready for me? Yes. Oh, I usually zone out for like a minute or two. <laughs> yeah, with the long intro. Understood, <laughs> understood. We're trying to keep it concise. We're going to turn over a new leaf here, starting with episode 100. We're going to get right to the action. All right. Sorry, I was I nodded off. I'm tired. I got in late last night and, you know, didn't get much sleep. Well, you're here. You're uh, as chipper as you can be, given the circumstances, and ready to kick off episode 100, Brian. And I didn't really give you a uh, a snarky nickname this week because I think uh, other people will handle it later on. Oh boy! Yeah, you've had a preview of this. I haven't. <laughs> I'm gonna treat you nice so everyone else can uh, give you heck. <laughs> All right. So yes, chaotic wrestling last night, Brian. How did it go? Cold Fury. That was good. I uh, I teamed with some good friends, uh, Nunzio, Stevie Richards, and uh, my best friend Tommy Dreamer. Yes, <laughs> your best friend Tommy Dreamer. I don't know. Should we talk about uh, your past with Tommy Dreamer? What do you mean my past? He's always believed in me. <laughs> Wait, did you wear a mask last night? I did not wear a mask. <laughs> okay, that was a Tommy Dreamer suggestion to you when he was on the WWE uh, payroll, correct? Yes, it was. Okay, well, just wanted to bring people up to speed on that. But yes, you and the ECW contingent were live and in person at Chaotic Wrestling's Cold Fury. I was there as well. Yeah, uh, what'd you think of my match? <laughs> I, I didn't stick around because I had places to be, things to do. It's a very uh, because you're human garbage. I'm human. <laughs> I have to, uh, you know, I have um, a wife who's uh, she's pregnant. I'm Mike, trying to take Mike, care I gotta of her. Tell you, buddy. I'm worried about the future of this podcast. Before your wife was pregnant, you know, you're tough to nail down. Since she's been pregnant, it's got twice as bad. Once this kid comes, man, might be R.I.P. W.P.A.N. Episode 100, that'd be a good one to go out on, right? <laughs> what, are you trying to tell me something? Well, no, 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 no. I think we'll be around for a little while, Brian. What do you say? Well, till, till what, July? Uh, Well, yeah, well, July. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. <laughs> you don't know when your kid is due? <laughs> no, I, yes i do yes july yes i actually had a little talk with matt logan about this last night he goes he comes up to me and goes hey crockett crockett's having a kid right 
I didn't imagine that, right? I said, no, Crockett's having a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, yes. I, said, I said his wife's having a kid. It is real life. Unbelievable. So last week you were in Vegas for ROH, my friend. <laughs> for, for a couple minutes at least. <laughs> yeah, for a couple minutes. You got it done. You got back. And your match aired last week, the Ring of Honor television match with you and the Brea City Bruiser in tag team action. You dominated. We did. I enjoyed... Uh, Colt Cabana and Ian Riccoboni uh, talking about how it's never it's never a good indication when uh, an opponent starts in the ring. <laughs> I didn't see the match, so I don't know what that's referring you to. You didn't watch it. You, you, you are garbage. Busy. Absolute garbage. Busy, Brian. <laughs> You're not that fucking busy. Jesus Christ. Holy Toledo. Well, Brian. It's, it's, it's three fucking minutes, the match. Literally three minutes. <laughs> with entrances? It might be three and a half with entrances. Oh, man, that's rough. Um, <laughs> God. I'll, I'll go out of my way to take a look at it this no, week, No, you Brian. won't. It's fine, though. <laughs> People can find it on the Fight TV app, right? Yes, yes, they can. Well, you know, you, you got to fucking edit out every sniffle that I do on this podcast, so. <laughs> well, uh, another place where we can be found now, Brian, is now on Spotify. Yes, the WPAN is now on Spotify. Another way that you can listen to the wrestling podcast about nothing besides all the other avenues, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean, every place else, including now Spotify. How you feel about that? Pretty cool. Yes, it is. And you know what else is cool? What, Michael? What? I'm trying to plug you here. BrianMalonis.com is up and operational. It is finally up, up and ready to go. Just in time for episode 100, the big celebration continues over at BrianMalonis.com where you can buy a t-shirt and support the Kingpin. Yes, get over there. BrianMalonis.com. And, of course, for more on this podcast, go to thewpan.com. That is our website, T-H-E-W-P-A-N.com, for all the stuff about the podcast, all the stuff about us. And we're just about to get into it here. We had great feedback on last week's show with Chase Del Monte, the interview that we did with him. Really enjoyed speaking with Chase finally on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I always like when we have some of our old friends on, like Chase Del Monte, and it kind of brings up old memories and jogs your memory, and things you forgot about maybe come up, and things you repressed come up, and you were doing your best to stir the pot, that's for sure. And, and you stirred it a little bit in my direction as well, so. <laughs> oh, how's it feel? Yeah, we each got it a little bit. And uh, speaking of that, it's just about time. Brian, for the WPAN Roast. We solicited you, the fans, the listeners of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, call in and give us your best shot. But before we get into that, we just spoke about the Chase interview, Brian, and I was just thinking back the other day about how we've interviewed people and people have heard those interviews, but some haven't. And we've had some really great people on from WWE, NXT, ROH, and the independents telling us their stories. It feels like just the other day, Brian, we sat at Tommaso Ciampa's parents' house with him. <laughs> and we just talked about him starting with NXT, and he was very excited about what was going on. It's like the coolest time ever, and the business overall is booming. NXT is bringing awareness to independence. These guys come from a place. Therefore, independents are drawing more. Evolve has got this relationship going on. Their houses are up. 
everybody's aware of everything. Lucha Underground gets more eyes on it because people understand that there's this thing. If you start searching on Google, there's this independent scene. You know, now you start seeing guys from England and Scotland and Germany come in and you say, oh, well, where do they wrestle? And you start getting introduced to those promotions. You know, it's like, NXT, like it's so funny to me when people are like, oh, they're trying to kill the Indies because you're just like, I've, the houses are up. Everything's up. Merch sales are up. I'm going, I went to Maryland last night for the Shamrock Cup in front of like 700 people. That is not normal. Like, you know, it's like, and that, <laughs> no, and it's, it's become yeah. normal. It's freaking, it really has. Like, like I said with AEW, we're drawing 700 consistently. Progress sells out every show in a matter of 20 minutes and they sell 700 seats. PWG sells out every show in five minutes. I know they're a little different. They've been doing it for years, but it's like, Everywhere you look, numbers are up. And it's just like, it's because NXT is fostering it, you know? And it's not just because of them, but boy, are they helping it. They're supporting it, you know? And it, I think it's it's sparking everybody to compete. The Hardys are coming up with new cool stuff. Eddie Edwards is is doing this title versus title thing with Lashley. Guys like Trevor Lee and Andrew Everett are coming up. Pepper Parks is coming up and get an opportunity. Mike Bennett's making jumps because he has options. Moose is jumping from company to company because there's money out there now. He has the ability to say, I'm going to help your ratings instead of help your ratings. I'm going to help you draw money instead of you. Like It's just creating this, this open field for all of us. Please welcome to the wrestling podcast about nothing, Donovan Dijak. You went down to Florida for a WWE tryout like a, a week camp pretty early on in your career how early was that uh it wasn't a week camp it was, it was oh, okay it was only like three days uh i think they might do weeks now i don't, I don't know i'm a, a bigger guy i'm a tall guy i'm gonna send my stuff to wwe as soon as i possibly can and i'm gonna get signed by wwe and that that'll be it which isn't too outlandish a a Not, theory especially like back then when they were taking guys off the street just because they're big and tall back then yeah it, it was definitely the I'd say it was in the beginning of the transition to, right. to where they kind of are now, which is, um, yeah, they still like bigger guys, but but for the most part, especially if you're an indie guy, it doesn't matter too too much how what your size is. But yeah, definitely back then, we, it was still on the there was still the remnants of the the old WWE code, which was you know six two two forty and you're in, and I was six five two fifty, so I was in my head I was definitely in. Which wasn't the case. <laughs> out of out of <laughs> out of my tryout, the ironically, the guys who got signed were Chad Gable, who's obviously doing very well right now, and uh, Sonny something. I don't even know what his work name is, but he just debuted on the Authors of Pain. I didn't work that hard to get there. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I worked hard, but first time they saw me, they oh, this guy's tall. Let's bring him in for a camp or whatever. So, so it wasn't like I I I was in some like horrible dark place. You know, I they said no fine you know i'll i'm sure i'll have up other opportunities in the future uh he is a former heartbreaker a former heartthrob he is the promise antonio thomas we just had a solid basic eight minute match and i just you know the minute i got out there i would get so nervous on indie shows even now i i get very not anxious but just very like smaller crowds just i get very kind of nervous more nervous than i should but bigger crowds, like when I first got out there, I just, it felt normal to me. It felt right. I wasn't nervous. You know, it just, I played to the camera. I did everything kind of that WWE wants to see. And, uh, I get to the back and Arn was sitting there. I looked at him and, you know, how was it? And he 
shakes my hand and nods like Arn does and goes, congratulations, young man. He goes, you might have just got yourself a job. And he goes, sit tight. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You see him on Up, Up, Down, Down. And now you're hearing him on the wrestling podcast about nothing. It's our pal, Makazi. But I mean, when I was coming up on the indies, like I pretty much did everything I could in order to give me an edge as far as being in the wrestling business. Like, you know, when I graduated high school and I had been training at the time, I went to broadcasting school because I knew that might help me as far as acting and on camera work in wrestling. I started acting while I was down in Florida. I was acting in short films, starring in a couple of short films. So I knew that would help me as far as making gear goes. When I started training, I was a senior in high school. So I took a sewing class. Because the Hardy Boys were big at the time and Matt made their gear. So I figured if he could do it, I could do it. So I just parlayed a little small sewing class that taught me how to use a machine into, you know, a career that I have now where I'm, you know, it's very lucrative and it keeps me in the business that I love. Yeah. So you heard that snippet from Tommaso Ciampa there at the top and... The full interview never saw the light of day. We've kind of mentioned this a few times, but we like went deep with Tommaso for like an hour and a half at least, hour and 45 minutes maybe. It was going to be a two-part episode. I know that for sure. And as it turns out, um, what was it? Tommaso didn't have permission or what would you say happened there? Um, I don't know that he went through the proper channels (laughs) to, to get approval and then decided to maybe decided he maybe should do that before we proceeded and you know with releasing and uh yeah then it didn't get cleared (laughs) so that's about it it's collecting dust currently but we did get the opportunity to put out that one little snippet before the hammer came down so yeah the machine won't allow uh you know certain things that company (laughs) <laughs> that that damn company. Uh, so what was your favorite interview that we've ever done on the podcast? Oh, you know, I, I, I'd have to say um, the first one we did with Warbeard, just because of, you know, how far he'd come. And, and, and it's funny, his journey, not funny, but it's, it's great that his journey has continued. He actually made his debut, uh, you know, this past Friday night at NXT and somewhere in Florida, uh, one of their house shows. And but even at that point, um, from where he had come from, and I don't think many people really knew his story. So for him to be able to bring that to the world for the first time uh, was pretty cool. I think that that by far is my favorite one. The, the one I think that's the one we're closest to. Yeah, and we might hear a little more about that interview a little later. Oh, did you not want me to say that right now? <laughs> no, you really shouldn't have, but that's okay. We'll just kind of go with it. <laughs> if I was thinking about my favorite interview we've done... Um, I think Max Bauer was a great one. It's a great story of him, you know, attaining his dream finally after many years going to NXT. And then, I mean, it's not a great ending. It's a kind of a tragic ending. Just the, the injury that kind of uh, sidelined him basically permanently. And now he is, you know, he's out of the wrestling business because of it. So, I mean, it was a, a great tale. Uh, you know, it had the, the triumph and tragedy all in one thing there. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so speaking of tragedy, Brian Malonis, we've delayed the pain long enough. It is time for the wrestling podcast about nothing. Roast. Yes. Thank you very much. We <laughs> asked for your help in making this happen. 
And you responded with what I'm sure are some lighthearted jabs at the Kingpin and myself, right? We'll see. You opened it up to this. I did. It was my idea, so uh, I will take the heat on that one. So now, Brian, let's welcome the first roaster to the podium. Hey, guys. Brian Fury here. Just calling to congratulate you guys on 100 episodes of the wrestling podcast about nothing. Who would have thought that this little podcast uh, with two nobodies from New England featuring a bunch of nobodies from New England that nobody's ever heard of uh, would last 100 episodes. It just goes to show that podcasts are the way to go because ratings and downloads don't matter. You guys can just keep making podcasts all you want, whether people are listening or not. I mean, if you want to listen to a podcast where one host doesn't watch wrestling and the other host doesn't talk about any wrestling, then this is the place to be. I mean, you know, who wouldn't want to listen to the wrestling podcast about nothing? You guys have great luminary uh, people that come on the show, like uh, Mike Mills and RJ Deloise, you know, a bunch of other ones that no one's ever heard of. Uh, but then you got a couple good stars here and there over the time. You know, you had the, the Lost episode with Tommaso Ciampa. Um, you know, he just had uh, Chase Belmonte on last week. Not that he's like anybody anybody has ever heard of. Uh, you know, Max Bauer, who's he, right? Yeah, I mean, you guys are killing it. Keep up that good work. Oh, uh, and I don't drink, but if you want to have a good drinking game, when you listen to this episode, every time you hear Mike Crockett do one of his fake laughs to whatever joke it is, whether it's uh, Malonis or, or a guest saying it, and you hear Crockett do his fake laugh, you have to take a drink, and you will be hammered halfway through any episode of the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. Anyways, uh, keep up the bland work, guys. I really appreciate you taking an hour and a half of my week and throwing it away, and here's to another hundred more episodes. I just want to tell Brian Fury that uh, if he wants to catch more of the Kingpin, he can watch me on Ring of Honor television every week. <laughs> Brian Fury, speaking of a nothing guy who was a guest more than anybody else on the wrestling podcast. He's trying to ride our coattails just like he's rode those of Sasha Banks, uh, Oni Lorcan, and Donovan Dijak. <laughs> and the, the silly thing is, the funny thing is, my laugh is authentic. I just laugh a lot. I laugh, I guess, too much. You, you know, buddy, we might not have any friends left at the, by the end of this damn thing. <laughs> well, uh, okay, that's enough of Brian Fury. Let's move on. Let's move on to our next roaster here. Hey, guys, it's Randall Keogh at Randall Keogh on Twitter. You guys want to roast? Crockett. I got one word for you. Garga lyrics. I think it's time you took an extended hiatus from doing podcasting. And uh, I'll be honest with you, you know, a guy who doesn't watch the product hosts about wrestling, watch hosting a podcast about wrestling. I think that writes itself. Every time you come up with a bad idea, Crockett, your main motivation is, how do we get people to stop listening to us? You know what? I think For the Pops needs some people. Let's send them that way. Have a good one, guys. Congratulations on 100 episodes, and keep up the good work. I like that one. Really? <laughs> you did like that one, didn't you? 
<laughs> yeah, it was a, a little more in my direction, was it not? Or, or I guess 100% completely in my direction. <laughs> Deserved. Randall, Randall, Randall. Huh. Gargalerics, that was a genius idea that just didn't catch on. I just haven't gotten the chance to try that one again, but uh, I think it's coming soon. What do you say? God, I hope not. <laughs> without, with, preferably on an episode without me. Yeah, Gargalerics was just me um, gargling entrance themes, and you got the opportunity to guess what those themes were. I, I sure did. <laughs> I don't know if you consider it an opportunity, but that's that's what it was to me anyway. That's one way to describe it. <laughs> All right, Randall Keough, thanks for your uh, voicemail. Great fan of the wrestling podcast about nothing. Okay, let's try one more. Coming to the stage right now, a friend that we had on not too long ago on the wrestling podcast about nothing on our Thursday show. This is Jason Tiller from the 10 Count Podcast in Vincent, Indiana. Uh, call in to uh, give you guys a roast about, uh, well, I guess about yourselves for uh, episode 100. So uh, without further ado, I'll just, just go right into it. So, so Mike Crockett, uh, you appeared on 10 Count Podcast uh, with me, and I appreciate that so much. Uh, but you did reveal uh, that... You're a little older than me, and by a little older than me, I mean a lot older than me. Um, so I have a new name for you uh, when you decide to return from your extended hiatus. Uh, I think you should be the prehistoric Mike Crockett. Yeah, because you're old. <laughs> Not really a funny joke, just a statement of fact. Um, and also, I uh, just want to say congratulations on your new baby. Not really a roast thing, because if I roasted you over that, that would make me an asshole, and this is supposed to make you seem like an asshole, so I can't do that. So congratulations on the new baby, friend. I hope that uh, everything goes smoothly in that arena for you. And uh, Malonis, congratulations to you on uh, all the stuff you're doing with Ring of Honor now. Um, very big honor for you. Um, still, it's just another way for you to duck me, because uh, Malonis Spears Tiller um, still wanting to book that match. Anytime you're in Illinois, buddy. Um, you know, Tiller versus Malone is 2018. Let's get that hashtag trending because I don't think you're ducking me. That's what it is. You're ducking me just like you duck Lawler. So, anyway, congratulations on 100 episodes, gentlemen. Uh, WPAN, one of my favorite podcasts in the entire world. I listen every week. And uh, looking forward to great things from you guys. Hopefully get you both uh, back on 10-count podcasts at some point. Um, yeah. So congratulations, guys. Thank you all for allowing me to be a part of it. Thanks for being a part of my life. Well, that wasn't so bad, Kingpin. I guess not. You know, probably not his best work. (laughs) (laughs) Jason Tillich does good work over there at the 10 Count Podcast. I mean, I get it. I'm old. I understand that. And you you don't want to wrestle Jason Tiller. You are running from him. Sure. (laughs) That's, That's what we're going with. I didn't. I didn't know I was, but I didn't know I was. But all right. So thanks to uh, Jason Tiller. I got to tell you, Mike, I'm not really feeling it on these uh, on these calls. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of insightfulness uh, from these people. And okay, yeah, I'm not really seeing the value that some of these schmucks are are bringing. <laughs> Come on, really? This is this is the way we're going with WPA in 100. 
I'll tell you I'll tell you where we should go with WPA in 100, and that's talking about some of the great moments we've had. I've already mentioned it, but do you, do you remember where we were, Mike, when we were uh, interviewing Warbeard Hansen? At a good friend adult's house. Thank you very much. Enjoying some. I believe did, did he? I think he cooked for us even. Yes, chicken and All steak right. tips. Yeah, so we're breaking bread. We're hanging with our good friend Warbeard Hansen. We're talking about him going overseas. We're talking about his tattoos. We're talking about him going to Japan. Talked about his long. So uh, all of a sudden, I ended up losing my license. My car was all beat up. I couldn't afford to get a sticker. I kept getting pulled over because I didn't have a, a sticker that was valid. And I got so many tickets that it added up, and I lost my license. Wasn't this the car where you were sealed, the, the roof was falling into? The, the... Uh, oh, I, I had three that all did that. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that car. <laughs> I had three that all did that. Um, yeah, so at, at that point, I was, work, I, was, I was living in Lynn, Mass. Uh, I was working at Undercover Wear in Tewksbury, and I had to wake up. I don't know. It was like 4.30 in the morning. I had to walk a mile to the train station, uh, take a train from Lynn to Boston, Boston to North Larica, and then hop on a bike that I had locked up there that uh, Max Bauer gave me, uh, Axel Keegan. Yes, former M- Mickey Keegan. WWE M- Mickey, NXT Mickey superstar. Keegan, thank you guys. Um, and I unlocked that, and I, I drive my bike four, uh, four and a half miles to Gold's Gym where <laughs> I would shower. You thought I was going straight to work, folks, didn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would I would take the bike to work, and then after work I would ride the bike to that gold gym. I would do a workout, uh, ride the bike to the train station, uh, hop on that train, go to Boston, or or on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Yeah, uh, I'll get there. <laughs> so yeah, I, I would go to uh, I didn't get to Boston. It'd be an hour like layover in Boston. I wouldn't get home. I'd be walking home at like ten thirty at night, uh, which was not safe in Lynn. Not safe at all. <laughs> and then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it was um, wrestling class uh, at the Cata Training Center. So usually Tommaso would – usually it was Tommaso would pick me up um, at Undercover where we'd go to Bally's uh, where he had a membership and we'd sneak me in. I don't know how we did it for so long without getting in trouble. They eventually got caught us and <laughs> weren't allowed to. But we would go there. We'd do a workout. Me and Tommaso would do a workout. And then we'd do class. We'd get there early. Uh, wrestle for however long we, we, we were there, go through Hollow's crazy workouts, and then <laughs> 500 squats. Um, and maybe go to the 99 afterwards and get home 11 o'clock at night and start the whole trip over again. But uh, this is just for like a couple weeks, right? <laughs> no, it was it was for over a year. So here is the man best known as Flex Rumble Crunch, but known to us as Sean Burke. But I used to uh, kind of brag about through my entire football career. I played football for 15 years, and the worst injury I ever had was a slightly chipped elbow. Um, so I used to kind of brag about how I wasn't injury prone or anything like that. Uh, as far as I know, I never had any concussions uh, or anything playing football. And uh, it, unfortunately, it's it, it was indeed wrestling. I don't want to like say that and kind of shine wrestling in a bad light. I just think it. Uh, Kind of luck of the draw. Uh, over the last couple of years, I've had a few, and I've ended up in the hospital twice on them. Um, most recently, WrestleMania weekend for Evolve down in Florida. Uh, I got kicked in the top of the head, uh, catching a dive, and I went blind. Well, not blind. I went my, my I lost my vision. Everything was kind of blurry for about 20, 30 minutes. I, I you know, I'd be talking to you. I know there was a person there, but I wouldn't be able to make out who you were in front of me. Um, so they had me. You know, they they brought me to the hospital and everything. By the time I got to the hospital, everything was fine. 
but uh, in talking to doctors kind of, uh, you know, the, in the next couple of weeks afterward, they kind of strongly advised that it might be time for me to walk away, which uh, kind of a weird, kind of a hard decision, given that, you know, I'm fine right now. There's not, there's really nothing wrong with me, but it was more risk of future stuff. And there's so little known about it, you know, so that I think the, the biggest concern I have is, is certainly, you know, I just, I just had my first child and I want to right. play 10 years and stuff like that. And, uh, and that's the kind of conversations I had with doctors. And, you know, the reality is, who knows, in six months, they might come back and say, hey, actually, you know what, we've, we've done some more research and, and maybe you're not at any risk. And is that, that's where it's really kind of frustrating. But that's what it was. It was, it was concussions. Uh, joining us today on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing, he's a student of uh, this fine establishment, the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. And I guess we can officially say now he is a professional wrestler. He is A-game, Avery Forrestal. I didn't really know the severity of my disease until I was older, but during my second time, I was old enough to really figure out what was going on. And uh, instead of being down in uh, these final days, I got that a lot where uh, they told me, I have three days to live, I have hours to live. And uh, definitely, actually, like, they, they would say, that? yeah, oh I was God. told that I was going to die in a series of days uh, multiple times. So were my parents when I was, uh, of course, in my coma and stuff like that. Uh, but... Uh, definitely, I thought if this was it for me, I needed to keep everything as positive because if this is going to take my body, it's not going to take my personality, it's not going to take my soul, and that's something that I've always tried to bring to the table in anything that I do. Even here, uh, definitely positivity is the best thing that you can have in environments of uh, sadness, of pain, and scariness. Uh, even when everything's good and happy, as long as you keep everything positive, big things and great things can happen, and it's such a better environment. He's a man who spent years in the WWE and WWF developmental system. One of the most talented performers in that system that never got a shot. His name was Steve Bradley, and we've got two of the people he impacted the most right here to talk about him. Brian Fury, Alex Arion. Now, Alex, I didn't really know how deep you wanted to get into the story surrounding Steve's passing. Um, oh, there's no secret. He died of a heroin overdose. Um, so... It was, um, he had a pill problem. Well, just be blunt about it. And you talked about it back when we were talking about Puerto Rico on the last episode. Yeah. And Steve had a very addictive personality and, um, he was not shy about that at all. Um, so he got hooked on prescription pills and honestly, that's kind of why he started to run into financial problems with the school and with WFA because he started to he needed to get his pills. Um, you know, I, I got a little emotional a couple of times here talking to you guys because I mean, it's been almost 10 years, but it's still, that's a, it's a tough one. You know, it's my best friend. I miss him. Yeah. At the heart of it, there's a, there's a fuck the wrestling stuff. There's a young man who, exactly who had, you know, unfortunately his life gripped by an addiction that lost his life. And that's, that's the most important thing. And, and it's, it's great for you guys. And I, and I appreciate it. And I know Mike does yeah. sharing that story and, 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 you know, maybe it helps somebody, you know what I mean? Maybe, you know, maybe it helps somebody as a cautionary tale to, I hope it does. Uh, Cause at, at the heart of it, again, it's a young man who should still be with us today. And, and, not only should still be making an impact here at places like this, but also should be making impacts in a guy like your life and how different your life has been just because of the giving nature of him. 
So we just heard there uh, from the two-part Steve Bradley episodes that we um, that we did with Alex Arion and Brian Fury, who we heard from earlier. One of the most proud uh, moments we had, or I had anyway, on the wrestling podcast about nothing was making sure people uh, remembered a guy like Steve Bradley, warts and all. Yeah, I think I think it was definitely sad. I uh, had a very sad ending. Yeah, but also just it was great to hear uh, some things that I'd never heard, uh, you know, stories about, and to listen to, uh, you know, Al and Fury talk about Steve and really get that insight was was you know above all else, we're fans of this business, and to to hear that story was was pretty cool. And what about Avery's story? Avery Forrestal, who's a student at the New England Pro Wrestling Academy under Brian Fury, just starting to get out there. And uh, he had surgery recently. He's doing better now, though. But he recently had some uh, corrective surgery on his back, I believe. He did, yeah. Did you see him at Cold Fury? Yes, I did. Kid's looking great, and he's probably the toughest human being I've ever met. So I was glad uh, Avery came on, shared his story, and he's... uh He's a really good kid. That's all I can really say. He's a, he's just a really, really good kid, and, and I think big things are ahead for him. Yeah, definitely, and here's some more people that I wish we didn't have on, and these are the roasters of the wrestling podcast about nothing. Let's get the next person on stage to the podium to uh, give us their thoughts on WPAN 100. Hey guys, Peter Winston from the Greetings from Allentown podcast. I heard that there was a roast for wrestling podcast about nothing on the occasion of your 100th show. So I've set the oven for 300 degrees just to get a, a nice roast going. So what can I really say about the Miami Vice of wrestling podcasts? We got Crockett and Tubby on this one. Let me start with you, Brian Malonis. You know, I'm glad you can still do the pod to, you know, instead of your new regular gig, which is waiting on the Beer City Bruiser and fetching him his things and all that. And I know you're looking for a gimmick. Being a guy from New Hampshire who inexplicably loves the Steelers and hates the Patriots. Let me tell you something. That's Seth Meyers' gimmick, okay? And you don't want to run afoul as a professional wrestler of NBC late night talk show hosts. Because I don't know if you remember what Jay Leno did to Hogan, but you don't want to end up like him. <laughs> now, Crockett, okay, how did you end up ever becoming a referee? Did you go through, like, a career book where you're looking for jobs where I don't have to count past 10? I, I saw you referee at Pandemonium a while back. It's like you're Mikey from Goonies taking hits off an inhaler, taking, you know, going down for your three count. I mean, who does that? It's like... I'm surprised that they didn't have a bump in that match just so you could take, like, an extended nap or whatever. You were so blown up. It was unbelievable. But, hey, guys, congratulations on 100 episodes. I love the show, and here's to many more. (laughs) Peter Winston bringing up a fellow West High School alumni, Seth Myers. He went to your school? He went to my high school. He's the second most famous uh, person ever to come out of my high school. Wait, who's the first most famous? Me. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Will you be serious? <laughs> my, uh, all I'm going to add to the roast, based on your current condition, you'll really like these other guys that came from uh, West High School in Manchester, New Hampshire, where I graduated. The McDonald's brothers. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> the guys that started McDonald's. I'm sure you love it. 
I am loving it these days, especially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, how'd you feel about Crockett and Tubby? <laughs> well, you know, the shoe fits. Well, maybe the shoe doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> Very good, Peter Winston. Of course, greetings from Allentown is the name of the podcast. We love it. Brian takes it on his uh, extended plane trips to uh, keep him entertained. So thanks to Peter Winston. Or put me to sleep. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> Here we go. The next roaster on the WPAN roast, episode 100 of the wrestling podcast about nothing. Hi, this message is for the wrestling podcast about nothing. This is RJ Deloise, importer exporter, calling on behalf of the jerk store. I'm just checking our inventory. And we seem to be dangerously low on kingpins and crockets. We're also running out of Michaels and Mastodons. So hopefully you'll be able to remedy that situation at your earliest convenience. 100 episodes. Who would have ever thought that anyone would care to listen to either of you morons for more than one episode? But here we are, 100 episodes. Wow. I am just so proud of all the episodes that I was a part of and none of the other episodes that you two did by yourselves. Congratulations on 100 episodes. So proud of everything you think you've accomplished in the podcasting industry. So much love to you both and hope to hear from you soon. You can give me a call back, one nine hundred Louise. That's one nine hundred Louise. <laughs> So essentially, the jerk store called. They're running out of us. That's what it sure sounds like. <laughs> I guess so. RJ Deadly, it's been a long time since we heard from that gentleman, and thank God. <laughs> the noise from New York. <laughs> it's certainly it's a lot of noise, a lot of noise coming from that gentleman. And uh, let's see if we can get to a New York Mets game this year. Indeed. Hopefully not with him. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go on to our next roaster here on the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. Another old friend of ours here on the podcast. Hey, boys, it's Jason from the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I just want to congratulate you guys on 100 episodes. That is quite the milestone. And when they said that you guys couldn't deliver quality content on a regular basis, you dropped things like gargle lyrics. When they said you couldn't manage to be interesting on a weekly basis, you guys had debates where everyone agreed on the topics. All right, well, when they said you guys couldn't get the mentions and the support of the WWE, you continued to mention Sasha Banks. Uh, she did continue to ignore you, but then you realized you could have her husband on and get a retweet, and you accomplished it. So congratulations, guys. When you think about it, over the course of 100 episodes, how your lives have changed. I mean, Crockett, you're about to be a dad, so congratulations on planting your flag, and best of luck with the little one. And Kingpin, Kingpin, you and I go a long way back. We've had our interactions. I know you dislike my hot takes, but in all seriousness, I want to take this moment to congratulate you in all sincerity. In the course of this last hundred episodes, you have worked your butt off and you have successfully followed in the footsteps of Flip Gordon and become a regular on <laughs> Ring of Honor television. It's actually been cool to see everything go on for you guys. I'm very happy for you. Uh, very excited. And I uh, appreciate all the support you guys have given us. Here's to a hundred more. Congrats, guys. Yeah, it's good that you were able to follow Flip Gordon into 
Ring of Honor Wrestling. <laughs> sure. So, Jason Stewart, Rundown Wrestling Podcast. You can find that wherever podcasts are sold. They have stuff all week long on that podcast. And Jason Stewart, uh, a heck of a guy, and maybe he does have some points there. I don't know. He's the original hot take guy. You, you stole his gimmick. I did, yeah. <laughs> you do it for wrestling. He does it for professional sports. Uh, I see, I see. So uh, you you feel that he doesn't uh, bring much in terms of his uh, opinions? Well, no, just he brings something. He brings hot takes. Do you know what? You don't understand what hot takes are, Michael? It seems like a, a contrarian opinion. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Well, Brian, there's not really much funny about these calls so far, if you ask me. But I know for a fact that there have been some funny and fun moments on this show. In fact, it was very early on in the wrestling podcast about nothing that our pal Mucko got his favorite WPAN moment. And it happened just as we sat here in my kitchen recording one day. And unbeknownst to me, my cat Vodka was not really in a good mood that day. And she decided to let both of us know in a very strange way. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. I think I, think I have one comp. <laughs> oh, Vodka! Vodka just crawling up my back with full claws. Holy Toledo. Really wanted to get up and tell me something, right? You okay? Got a couple new orifices in my body. Just holes from claws. Uh, I don't know how I'm doing the rest of this podcast. (laughs) Our special guest, he is here when we talk about terrible wrestling because that's his favorite thing to do is watch terrible wrestling and yell about it. Matt Tarzan Taylor Spectro. WrestleMania 2000. I mean, think I'm not going to be as worked up as I was when we actually watched it because I. Why not? I was. Because I think it was just watching it in front of me was making me more mad. This guy had this nefarious plot to turn on The Rock, doesn't tell Triple H, his son, his daughter. He goes so far as to let his son beat the shit out of him with weapons, get a ball shot, get busted wide open. Could have had the big show help them the whole time. Sat there and watched when it's no DQ, when they could have interfered at any time, just so at that right time, he can turn on the rock. Yes. Timing, timing is everything, Tarzan. In Take in mind, the rock was selling, so he didn't see any of this, any of these shenanigans to fool him. The rock didn't even see because he was selling. Why would you ever do any of this? And then, and then we turned on the network. We turned on and watched uh, the Monday Night Raw from the night before, and uh, this we, we wanted even ex- worse. We wanted an explanation, Tarzan. What was the explanation? And the explanation was. I'm not going to give you an explanation. You don't deserve it. <laughs> you don't deserve it. <laughs> I'm just like, literally, I think someone in the writer's room said, how are we going to explain this stupid thing you did? And they'll just say, I got an idea. We just won't. <laughs> Fuck them. They don't need to know. <laughs> oh, so I, it's hard to believe. Well, if you know me at all, it's probably not hard to believe that I'm so worked up about something that happened 17 years ago. But holy shit, was this stupid. The Civil War is long over, but the Uncivil War is just about to begin. Please welcome the menace, Mike Mills. You know what kills me about Malonis? He's going to take McMahon's side on this, but what he needs to realize is if McMahon wouldn't have done this, he'd probably be working in a successful territory today somewhere.
and making and making good money as a professional wrestler. But no, he's blinded. He's blinded by McMahon. He's blinded by the WWF. He's gonna sit there and go, no, 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 that's not it. You know, he took over and he did it all. That's what McMahon wants you to think. The bottom line is, he he cable television was gonna destroy the territories anyway. I mean, it, it, you can't stop that. That was gonna happen. But he helped facilitate that closure of it all. And wasn't wrestling much greater from a territorial system when you could turn on, at least in my area, I could turn on world-class championship wrestling, and then that was on a Sunday, and on a Saturday, I could watch Mid-South, and then as I got older, I realized, damn, there was an AWA, and then it was a Florida, and it was a Georgia, and you had all this variety, and it wasn't this homogenated bullshit that we see every single Monday night, no shade on the Monday night talent, because those guys are very, and girls are very, very talented. My point is, it was a lot more variety, it wasn't the same old stuff every single week that we get now. Go ahead, Malonis. All right, Mr. Kingpin, your rebuttal. Well, I, I just I just want to point out that you can dur, enjoy dur, you, dur, dur. you can enjoy all of this on Vince McMahon's creation, the WWE Network. You can Not true. watch this. Not true. Not all true. Of this Alternative fact. When you would like, uh, uh, because Vince McMahon decided to take over and take wrestling national. But I just want to point out, even in the territory days, you can go back and read biography after biography after biography of wrestlers uh, who performed in the territory days. And uh, to a man, each and every one of them all talked about when they got to not Spartansburg, not Charlotte, not Atlanta, not New Orleans, but when they got to... New York. New York was the number one territory in the territory days. It was a foregone conclusion before Vince McMahon even knew he wanted to take it national that the North was going to win because even in those days, New York was the place to be. Bruno San Martino, Andre the Giant, later on Hulk Hogan, the North. New York City was where it all happened and it's where the talent from around the world wanted to be. New York City. You know why I sit here and, and spew out facts? Brian Malone is here. He spews out alternative facts. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> well, um, I did go to Dunkin' Donuts a little while ago, and I asked if you wanted anything, and you said, no, you were all set. But I did get you something. Oh, you did? Yeah, I got you a little... Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? That, you're, you're a jackass. I wouldn't eat that. That is the, official, me. the official donut of the New England Patriots. Oh, it looks like garbage, too. So <laughs> I'm sure it tastes wonderful, though. So, yeah, actually, uh, we talked about this, Brian, and you've agreed to this. You've agreed to this win or lose. <laughs> we are going to have later in the show the first thoughts from the Kingpin on the Patriots and the Steelers. Uh, if things go really poorly, Mike, you might end up getting my resignation from the wrestling <laughs> podcast about nothing. <laughs> All right, Brian, it is Sunday night. It is 10.17 p.m., and uh, we promise the people we get your thoughts following the Steelers-Pats game. How are you feeling? Uh, well, I'm probably uh, pretty much dead inside right now. So, oh, Sorry, Brian. Sorry, I'm just uh, eating a donut here. Yeah, I hope you fucking choke on it. <laughs> well, if you didn't you're, want it, I'm going to eat you're, it. You're, you're a miserable wretch of a human being who takes no joy in life except for in the misery of others. <laughs> that's the old me, Brian. That's the old me. No, that's the same you. This is the same you I'm talking to right now. You you wanted to get me on here. You were you were praying 
you know, to whatever God you, that you may or may not believe in, um, that that they would lose. So you could have despondent Brian Malonis, uh, but it's backfired and blown up in your face because now I've insulted the New Age insiders. Uh, I've insulted I've insulted our listeners, uh, and I hope I hope all the people who don't like what I have to say tonight, you know, kiss my ass. Don't listen to the podcast anymore. I don't give a crap. Oh boy. Okay. Is this we... what you wanted, Mike? Is this what you wanted? <laughs> this is what you wanted. Oh, oh my You're getting God. exactly what you want. You're getting sound bites and sound clips. And I hope you're I hope you're sitting there sweating bullets completely uncomfortable at everything I'm saying. And Bill Neville can kiss my ass too. All right, so Brian, what do you think one of the funniest moments was in the wrestling podcast about nothing? Anything come to mind? Um, I mean I mean, well, anytime Tarzan has gone off on a on a tangent, uh Boy, I don't know. You put me on the spot, Mike. You put me on the spot, and I wasn't prepared for this question. I don't know. Nothing comes to the top of my head besides that vodka moment. Yeah, that's all I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> it's it's just running through my brain. And uh, in the text that we got from our good buddy Mako <laughs> regarding that uh, that particular filled clip. with glee, filled with glee. <laughs> Restrained jubilation. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's go to uh, some of our nearest and dearest friends until we play this. From our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Hello, wrestling fans. Joe Murata here with Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Uh, howdy doody. Howdy doody. I don't know what we're doing here. What is this? I don't know. This guy, Mike Crockett, keeps bothering me like, oh, you got to roast us. We yeah. have 100 episodes. He's I'm- been blathering for a while now on his show, I think. 100 episodes of what? Yeah. Nothing? It's something. I, what is it? It's something about nothing. Is it wrestling related? I don't know. What? Okay. W-P-A-N. Do you even know what that stands for? World Panhandlers Association of New England? No, I think it's like, welcome, please, another Nor'easter. Oh, maybe? Maybe that's what it is. I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever it is, they want us to roast them. I don't even know who they are. Mike Crockett, isn't he the guy that's like always on an extended hiatus of something? Yeah, always screwing people with his counts, I've heard. Does anyone care? I don't know. Do I have, they? I don't know. I'm not sure. All I know is that this guy is obsessed with his sound quality. Yeah, big time. Big time obsession. And then he has some partner, some wrestler guy, something with alcohol. Yeah, I, I think his name's the Wine City Whaler. Yes, something like that's that. right. The Wine City Whaler. The um his old name was what? The um the strikeout guy? No, the um the, um, the golden bowling pin. Yeah, the bowling pin man, right? Yeah. What yeah. is it? What Brian um Brian Marone, right? Brian Malonis. Brian Malonis, that's right. Yeah. And uh, and and Mike Crockett. He's the son of a Jim Crockett, the is son it? Son of a plumber. Or I oh yeah, maybe. Apparently, I guess there's some hundred episodes of this show they do that wow. I've never really listened to. How did that happen? I don't know. Is anyone even listening to this now? I don't know. I, don't know. I guess well, we'll we'll have to see. I guess congratulations to these guys. Whatever the hell it is they talk about. Yeah, congratulations on nothing. Yeah, I guess congratulations on nothing. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. What, whatever their show's about, I guess nothing. Actually, I think I know what it's called. What? The Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Oh! The Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. That's why we don't remember, because there's nothing to remember. Is it about wrestling, though? Or is it about nothing? Both. How could their show be about nothing? How can you be about both when you're about nothing? You know, that's that's very philosophical. That's very deep. So maybe they should get away from wrestling and more onto philosophy and existentialism. Possibly. Well, anyway, guys, congratulations on nothing. Celebrating 100 episodes of nothing. 100 years. 100 years of nothing. Thanks for nothing. And hope your sound quality gets better. So long. See ya. (laughs) Hmm. I think Conrad Thompson summed up my opinion of Joe and Quinn this past week on OVP. 
yeah, they got the big one, didn't they? Well, literally. <laughs> yeah, he's a big guy. He is. He gave them the business. They uh, they were giving him a hard time. I don't, I don't know. Why, why would you give a hard time to someone like Conrad Thompson, who's the king of pro wrestling podcasts? I don't know why you would go and then mock that gentleman. He's doing uh, huge things. He's getting huge numbers with the Pritchard Show. I don't know why you would do that. So, Conrad... More power to you, my friend, for giving it back to Joe Morata and Michael Quinn. Yeah, you're just lucky you weren't a part of that. I, I actually wish I was. <laughs> 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 oh, Joe and Quinn, thanks very much, I guess, for uh, nothing, as you say. The Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, you know the name of the show. What are you, what are you talking about? You don't know the name of the show. You say it every week on your show. And thank you for putting us over every week. That's very nice of you. All right, here we go. Uh, we haven't heard from this guy in a few weeks, so I guess it's time to uh, take our licking from one Mike Mills. Here we go. Hey, Crockett Malonis, it's Mike Mills from Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast, the most unprofessional wrestling podcast on the fucking planet. Anyway, congrats on making it to 100 episodes. I'm glad to have been a small part of it all. But most of all, I want to thank Crockett for the first time I was on when Crockett fucked up the recording and me and Malonis had to re-record the episode early on a Sunday morning a second time before <laughs> football came on. And as we all know, it's impossible to duplicate a conversation word for word. I also would like to thank Crockett for stirring up the shit between Malonis and myself over the last almost two years. He's a fucking shit stirrer, everyone. You just need to know that. Anyway, he loves stirring it and it backfired in his face during the old school versus new school discussion. So make sure you check that episode out as soon as you get a chance. Uh, because I praise the new school. Contrary to the incorrect narrative, Crockett enjoys spinning. Right, Malonis? With all that said, Malonis, congrats on all of your recent success with ROH. I know you've put in thousands of miles over the years, and I'm happy to see it pay off. And congrats on uh, being the better half of the 100 episodes of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. And a uh, special shout-out to uh, AtTHog94, who was the person who recommended me that I first should listen to your uh, enjoyable podcast. Anyway, Crockett, try not to get blown up hitting the buttons playing this voicemail, and that's all I got. Thanks again, guys. Congrats on 100, and I'll catch you next time. Nothing for you? Nothing? <laughs> That's because the feud between me and Mike Mills was completely fabricated by you, and now the world knows it. Oh, my God. This guy right here. First of all, he forgot our plug this week on BTT, Booking the Territory. And don't act like Mike Mills, you conveniently forgot, quote, unquote. I'm doing the air quotes right now, even though it's like five years too late to be doing that. But I'm doing the air quotes. He forgot to do our plug. Mike Mills... You talk about being the most unprofessional wrestling podcast. I guess, yeah, you definitely live up to the hype in that department. <laughs> you sound like you're getting a little hot. Maybe slightly. <laughs> I think we need. Uh, I think we need a little palate cleanser after that. All right. What do you say? Let's go to our next roaster, or is it? Hey, it's Gerald from the Pop Culture Cosmos. I just wanted to wish Mike and Brian all the best and congratulations on 100 great episodes. I've listened to many of the episodes you guys have on, and they've always been awesome each and every time you guys upload a new episode. And also want to thank both Mike and Brian 
as well for, for coming on to my show and providing just the, the best analysis on the pro wrestling scene that, that one can ask for. Continued success, uh, continued success to both of you guys. And I just wish you, wish you guys all the best and hope to talk to you real soon. And, and Mike, I still hope that there's going to be one day when you'll be able to raise the hand in victory for the ROH champion, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. Have a great day, guys. And once again, congrats on 100 episodes. <sighs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> Gerald Glassford is a nice man. He is very nice. Pop Culture Cosmos, that is his podcast. And I've been on there a number of times. You as well, Kingpin. Very nice gentleman. And he couldn't bring himself to be like one of these other uh, miscreants that we've heard from today. He couldn't bring himself to speak badly about either one of us. And that's very nice. Well, they're your friends. <laughs> you, know, you know, Mike, it's funny. We've had so many guests and we've covered that and we've had vodka tearing up your back. Yes. But uh, I, th- I think some of people's, and some of ours too, our favorite episodes are the ones where it's just me and you yapping about uh, our experiences in the pro wrestling business because we have been doing this a long time, right? Oh, certainly. Yeah, I think one of my early favorites. Do you remember the, uh, the WWE Extras Tent episode, Mike? I certainly do. Yeah, we have lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of good stories. Uh, unfortunately, none that end with us signing a contract, but... No. <laughs> lots of stories, nonetheless. And there's one more story i got to tell, because okay. it's like the all... This is the all-time, I think. I would... I would If there's somebody out there who can top this TV... St- I want to challenge any of the... Uh, you know, any of the wrestlers out there listening to this, top my television story. And it's actually uh, the three of us that were there were myself, uh, Chase Del Monte uh, from Chaotic Wrestling, uh, and now WWE NXT superstar Christopher Gerard, formerly Biff Busick. The three of us oh. were at uh, TV. This was in uh, Newark, New Jersey. Um, so there were some other local talent there. And um, I-, I-, I won't use names. <laughs> um, uh-oh. Yeah, it would be nice. Um, although I think I might have told this on uh, Biff and Ted's Excellent Podcast Adventure with names. But Yeah, go go look up Biff and Ted's Excellent Podcast <laughs> Adventure with uh, Biff Busick and, uh, and, you'll, and you'll get the na- Yeah, you'll get the names. But uh, was this um, <laughs> this long time... Wait, wait, wait. Why are we giving the exclusive to the other podcast? Ah, I don't know the hell it is. It was Kevin Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Knight of you know IWF in New Jersey and... I if Kevin if somehow Kevin Knight listens to this and and gets upset about it then hey I'm sorry Kevin you can Facebook message me and <laughs> you know but it's the God's honest truth this actually happened so it's Kevin Knight uh, the other kid I don't really remember his name he was a small kid um, you know I, I, little I, I, he was Hispanic I don't remember I don't know his work name or anything and it was me Chase Biff and there was one other guy I don't I don't remember his name either um, he wasn't. Like uh, from New England, he's no, he's from New Jersey area, yeah. and um, so Kevin comes up to the group of us. We're just kind of standing by the ringside area. This is a SmackDown taping now, and nothing's <laughs> doing. The guys are tired. They've been on the road. This is like their last stop. Like, and there's usually more time with the uh, in-ring stuff for for extras on SmackDown because there's less planning in terms of angles. Which we didn't actually get a lot of ring time this time oh, really? because they were going they were going over matches oh, okay. uh, at this point. So Kevin Knight walks up to the group of us and goes. You know, like this, 
he's been there like a million times or whatever and you know has a good they know him and he has a good relationship he's done commercials for them and and goes hey guys you know while we're sitting here waiting we should exchange some basic wrestling holds you know to show them we're we're here for more than just the catering even that's no even though that's why we're really here that little you know with the elbow you know so uh he grabs the the little uh, Hispanic kid and and Chase pairs off with the other guy from Jersey, and I look at Biff and I go, "I'm not doing that." And he goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "I'm not doing that. I'm not wrestling on the floor. That's that's ridiculous." So, so now, yeah, you, everybody kind of knows how they how TV is set up, where the announce tables are. Um, so Kevin Knight and this other kid. Like are there, and then right. a little bit next to them are Chase and this other guy. Now me and Biff start working our way down, creep uh, creep. yeah, the barricade, like towards like the in- the end of like the ring, because I want to be away from these guys. As like, soon as you get around that corner, you're just gonna take off, <laughs> run. Back oh no, we we didn't go hide out back, but you know now we're just watching them. So Chase comes over to the two of us and goes. Uh, hey, uh, why aren't you guys doing this? And I go, I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. I'm you not. Want, re- you want to do a tag team match? On the floor? <laughs> like I'm not wrestling on the floor. He goes, I go. He goes, well, Kevin's been here a bunch. I go, Kevin's been here a bunch and never got signed. Chase goes, touche. So now these two stop wrestling. So now it's just the four of us stand there while these two guys are wrestling each other, and it turns into like from just exchanging basic wrestling holds to they are having like a full out match like a body slam like guy does like an up and over where he lands on his feet they are both like dripping sweat there's sweat on the floor choke slam through a table right (laughs) Arn Anderson (laughs) looks over at the four of us who aren't doing that at one point and gives the old like he's hanging himself sign you know so uh, just incredible so this so now they have a spot that night so the, the, they finally stopped wrestling. They, they wrestled for like 15 minutes, and everybody, just a complete spectacle. And, um, and all the wrestlers were uh, get a big uh, ovation afterwards? Uh, everybody just stopped, was like, everybody stopped and was watching them at one point. Right. Um, you know, rolling their eyes and just, because it's just nonsense. Who are you trying to impress? It's, it's trying too hard at that right. point. Um, so they, the, the, the Hispanic kid, who, again, he's very small, um, they needed somebody who looked like a janitor. So they selected this kid. Um, to do like this spot, I don't. It was, it was something with Vicky. Wait, wait, wait. How, how did Heath Slater treat this janitor? <laughs> Heath Slater was. I was there that night, and he was awesome that night. Oh. I <laughs> talked with Heath Slater two thirds of the night that night, but that's because he was just like a developmental okay. guy at that point. Oh, all right. Hadn't been on TV, um, but it was some sort of spot with Vicky Guerrero, and um, the kid was up on stage. And once he they picked him for the spot, like. He was like one of the guys. Like he's going up to Batista and like making small talk with Batista. I'm not even kidding. Like, like he makes like a joke. Batista was talking to. I want to say it was like Ezekiel Jackson, and he's like buttoning on their conversation. Um, it was maybe it was, yeah, I think it was Ezekiel Jackson, and uh, but just acting like he's one of the guys now, acting the fool. Yeah, so he does his spot or whatever and we're all just standing by the monitor backstage and uh, this is like the end of the taping now and Mike is walking through the hallway and he bumps into the kid and the kid goes to him like in a playful way hey man watch where you're going because you know he's one of the guys now he just was on TV <laughs> Mike Kyoto goes excuse me and he, and he and the kid, you know, watch where you're going. You bumped into me, and, and like the kid has a big smile on his face. So Kyoto now takes like two or three steps back towards the kid and just shoves him as hard as he can right in the chest. And the kid's face, all of a sudden, he realizes like 
whoa, what the, what the hell's going on here? Right. Kyoto goes, you're lucky I have to go do the main event right now or I'd kick your fucking ass. And like, and he goes, you better not be back here when I when I get back. So Kyoto goes now to do the main event of SmackDown and the kids now, uh, uh, uh. Humana, humana, humana. So he goes into the locker room uh, and I think Charlie Haas went behind him to kind of smarten him up and tell him, like, he has to leave, like, you should leave. Right. Um, so Charlie Haas comes back out, and Charlie Haas had worked for Chaotic Wrestling, so he was familiar with the, with the with me and Chase, and I think Biff a little bit. And he goes, "Hey, you better tell your boy he needs to get out of here." And we're like, "No, no, 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 he's not our boy. We don't even know him." He's like, "Well, he's in there praying. Like somebody should go tell him he needs to get out of here." So I don't, somebody eventually like tells him to like to like <laughs> leave or whatever. So again, Charles Robinson comes up to us. We're going to leave, and Charles Robinson goes, "Hey, what was up with your boy?" And he goes, hey, "Whoa, <laughs> he's not our boy." But Kyoto came back and was looking for him. Yeah. <laughs> so I challenge if there's anybody out there who's been to TV, like not not has worked for WWE, like because right. you have insane stories. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, they're all listening. <laughs> but let's let's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you're extra talent who's been privy to a crazier story than that. I'd love to hear it, and you can come on this podcast and tell it because it, it'll be great. Because I will probably remember that story until the day I die. All right, Brian. So what do you think the best episode is to go back and listen to if you want to hear stories from our uh, illustrious professional wrestling careers? <laughs> well, that that's certainly a good one. But also, too, the uh, Broken Hearts, Broken Dreams Club. That one was very well received, <laughs> I think. Our painful memories from the pro wrestling business. And then our, one of our most recent ones that goes in hand in hand with that, uh, our lowest moments. We've we really bore our souls on this on this podcast haven't we we sure have and i like one of the ones early on called the road where we talked about just you know driving the highways and byways as we say every week you being a dickhead to me (laughs) exactly go back and listen to the road among many others podcasts if you want to hear our uh stories about this uh lovely pro wrestling game all right kingpin i think we got the last one here and uh it's unmarked I'm not quite sure who it is here. Let's take a listen to this. I believe the final roaster on the wrestling podcast about nothing roast episode 100. Well, well, well. <laughs> how the turns have tabled. How to quote Michael Scott, how the turntables. We appreciate you guys having us on. And we happy 100th episode exactly, yeah. and yeah. we knew you'd be back <laughs> yeah. uh, to uh, Mike Crockett and the Kingpin. Is that what you're calling yourself? I know you don't like you can't be the Kingpin. You don't want to be the the mammoth. I'm gonna call you Mastodon Malonis. Uh, so the uh, congratulations, guys, on 100 episodes. Yeah, good job. Uh, we definitely it was uh, the quality of your show that uh, made us ask you to come on the New Age. You remember the New Age Insiders Network? You guys remember that? Yeah, uh, good times. Was, good times. Uh, that's what made us uh, ask you to be on in the first place. Yeah, was your hundredth episode audio montage? Yeah, I don't even know what episode we're on. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're almost at 200. 200. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that, that's uh, that but we had a cool montage for ours. We did. Right, we that, did. Exactly. I mean, it, 100 Goldberg episodes. Goldberg gave us yeah. a call. Dijak, yeah. Jimmy Corderas. 100 wow. episodes. Tommaso Ciampa. 100 yeah. episodes. That That's cute. Yep. Yeah. But I guess yeah. it's the time to... Uh, Whoa, you know, but, halfway but, hey, there. But, but hold on, hold on. You know, I do want to say that the time that the WPAN spent on the New Age Insiders Network, uh-huh. you know, was not, was not without its impact, okay. right? Because... Uh, while they're no longer with the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network, I know. Um, Funny that you they, say impact. They have, uh, they have created probably the greatest executive order 
and that is that business meetings no longer start after uh, before 11 a.m. Yeah, all tirades must be submitted after, after 11, 11 a.m. And so that's that's a that's the impact that the WPAN. If had. only that rule existed outside podcast business. Yeah. And uh, we want to we uh, want to thank the WPAN again for helping the New Age Insiders Network build to something that uh, we got approved for Spotify, becoming one of the first wrestling uh, affiliates. Yep. On Spotify, uh, we they stuck around. They were part of when we were here for we won the 2018 Wrestling Radio Awards Live Show of the Year. Uh, they helped build something just in time for them to take off. Right as everything gets streamlined, easier. It's <laughs> right. e- the website's redesigned. Yep. It's easier for us to promote than ever. Right, Brian Malonis is making it Ring of Honor. Might use a little extra radio boost to people telling them where it can find them. Nah. Yeah, no. not for these no. guys. We're gonna go the they, hard way. They got 100 episodes. They, damn it! Yeah, they get busted open the hard way, and they work that way too. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, we we're not so different, you and I. No. You know what I mean? The WPAN and the New Age Insiders. You guys, you care about your families. Yep. You care a lot about your podcast. Yep. Uh, I would think the biggest difference is, is that despite all your years of refereeing and all those years of in-ring action and yep. bumps and injuries and blood, yeah. sweat, and tears, uh, we're actually the ones that have been featured on the WWE Network. Ooh, yes, we <laughs> were. WrestleMania 24. Yeah, that's right. This is a roast, right? I'm allowed to, we're, yeah. we're supposed to loosen the tie. Um, no, but seriously, uh, WPAN, uh, Congratulations on 100 episodes. Absolutely. Uh, you guys have the greatest show about two guys talking about nothing about wrestling. Right, exactly. You have the best show outside of the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network, which means you are the best of all those shows that float through the oblivion. But hey, you're the best, <laughs> yes, right? You're yes, the nicest yes. guy in purgatory. Uh, <laughs> but, in all, but in all honesty, uh, the show's great. We love the WPM. We yes. love both of you guys. Thanks for giving us an uh, opportunity to have some fun with you. We, we really do love you. We know we're going to work together with you in the future. Your time on the network was awesome, um, and we don't even think it's over yet. Uh, so we're really excited for everything you guys get coming up. Congrats on 100 episodes. It's truly a milestone. It's not an easy number to yeah. hit. Shows commitment, shows uh, dedication, and that's uh, why your show's so good. So to uh, referee, who is still on an extended hiatus. Extended uh, hiatus. Uh, Mike Crockett, uh, to Mastodon, Brian Malonis, so whatever the hell you're calling yourself these days. Uh, we love you. Thanks for everything. If you need anything, we're here for you. And uh, congratulations again uh, to the wrestling podcast about nothing. Well, that's nice. I didn't think it was very nice. I, uh, you know, I, I got one thing to say about the New Age Insiders, Mike, and that's when I'm one half of the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, they'll be the first ones uh, that won't get my exclusive comments. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable! Nah, those those are good dudes. I talked to them all last night. Uh, we we're very thankful for our time on the uh, the New Age Insiders Network, and uh, who knows what the future holds, right? Yes, who knows? And uh, yeah, we just kind of felt like we wanted to be out there on our own again, doing our own thing. We're out there. We're loving every minute of it. You can say that again. And I think it's about time to wrap up the roast. We're going to pull the curtain. We're going to close this thing up. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I just got something in, Brian. Breaking news. Oh, a late, a late, a late breaking roast? Just coming in on the wire, yes. Oh, boy. Just received this message. Uh... All right, I have no idea. I haven't listened to it. I haven't pre-screened it. play it unedited? Unedited, unfurled. Let's just play it. Let's see who it is. Hey, uh, Brian, what's going on, man? It's Kofi. Uh, yeah, the man who, by your own words, is your favorite WWE superstar, hero in life, idol, and mentor in the business, blah, blah, blah. Listen, man, um, 
I need my money, man. I mean, you, you don't you don't actually think that our friendship is free, do you? <laughs> Hell no. Look, man, we've had this conversation before, and you know damn well that I can't stand you. And if I'm being honest, the only reason I speak to you is because of our agreement. You know, the one where you pay me, and I open up the lines of communication between us. I mean, this is to say that the only reason that we speak is because you pay me, and you're three weeks late, man. I mean, how can I get back to being my power of positivity preaching self when, when you're out here owing me all this money, Brian Malonis, Brian Buffet, Brian Roselli, Billy Goat Brian, Brian Boo Boo Big Business. I don't care what you're calling yourself, man. I need my money. So call me back. I actually, actually don't call me. Don't don't leave me a voicemail. I can't stand the sound of your voice. Just text me, man. PayPal me, Venmo me, whatever works. I need my money. Joe rosy cheek having smooth as a baby bottom face having empty hammer pants wearing look at that. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you, why, why did you play that? You're gonna edit this off, right? <laughs> you know why I played it? Cause it's a new day. Well, you know what I said about everything. You know, with the name new in it in wrestling. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> No, oh, well, we know the power of positivity is a farce. <laughs> Good God. Well, he just wants to get paid. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with getting what you're owed. I paid him in wrestling knowledge. He'd be nowhere without me. He'd be a nobody, a nothing. I never was. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to uh, be offended that he didn't mention me whatsoever, didn't acknowledge that I existed, but, you know... I'm not going to pay him. Hey, he did the same thing when it came to his wedding, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was a late invite, Brian. I was a late invite. You got an invitation. That's what you got. <laughs> I certainly did. I almost went to India, just out of spite. <laughs> oh, Kofi. How do you feel about that? Kofi Kingston, What does he take a cashier's check? <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll get it to him. I'm good for it. All right. I'm like, uh, what's the guy that Jerry broke his thumbs in the trunk? Mike. <laughs> yes, I'm like Mike. <laughs> I'll get. I'm good for it. I'll get it to him. Well, that was a great surprise, and good to hear from Kofi, uh, Mike Crockett. I don't know if you remember me, Kofi. Uh, hey, what happened to his Jamaican accent? <laughs> oh, you know what I got to say uh, to that, Mike? What's that? Bo, bo, bo. <laughs> yes boy <laughs> alright folks we want your feedback let us know tweet us at the WPAN on Twitter with your take on this week's episode your thoughts on the WPAN roast your thoughts on episode 100 on all 100 episodes of the wrestling podcast about nothing use the hashtag WPAN100 to share your thoughts about this episode and about the entire run of the wrestling podcast about nothing another way to let us know what you think is the voicemail line uh, the roast is over, so if you're going to call, just be nice to us. It'd be, uh, you know, really a bit of a pick-me-up if you would do that. Just uh, give us a little praise after what we've gone through here in the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing Roast. Get your voicemails in. We will play them on the podcast. 401-584-9726 is the number. That's 401-584-WPAN. All right, Brian, you're hitting the highways and byways. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor, People ask me, what do you mean, BDARadio.com? What does the BDA stand for? 
Brian's doe goes to an acquaintance? Yes, you heard it from WWE superstar Kofi Kingston. The kingpin is three weeks behind on his friendship dues. Superstar. (laughs) (laughs) But you know who's not three weeks behind? That's BDA Radio, the most unique commentary on mixed martial arts and pro wrestling on the internet. They don't break news. They break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head over to BDARadio.com and check out all the latest news on UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. The pancakes are paid for by the Kingpin. The podcast is paid for by BDARadio.com. Hey, he's a member of a trio, but I think I'm a member of a better trio. That's that's all I'm going to say. Are you putting out the challenge? Well, I mean, he's protected by the machine, so the, the match would never happen. I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, you are hitting the highways and byways, crisscrossing this great nation of ours, plying your trade as a professional wrestler, and you got dates? I do, but not till April, Mike. I got a couple really? weekends off here. Yeah, and I got to tell you, the old body could use it. <laughs> yeah. But I do return, Mike, with a bang, uh, and that is Saturday night. April the 7th, New Orleans, Louisiana, Ring of Honor, Super Card of Honor. I will be in attendance. I will be wrestling. Just based on tickets sold at this point, it's already going to be the biggest crowd in Ring of Honor history. And I'm going to be there wrestling. How about that, Mike? That's great. You got anything else going on that weekend? No, not that weekend. Just just Ring of Honor, buddy. <laughs> so that Friday night, I'll be looking for a good time down in New Orleans. <laughs> I see. You're not going to check out any other wrestling? I'm only going to be at the wrestling that matters that entire weekend, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Excuse me. (laughs) The next weekend, I'll be back here in the New England area on Friday night, the 13th of April, for Chaotic Wrestling in Danvers, Massachusetts. Uh, So go to chaoticwrestling.com for all ticket information. And then I'll be heading out again, Mike, traveling the country, heading to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on Saturday night. April the 14th, and to Columbus, Ohio on Sunday the 15th, ROHWrestling.com for ticket and full card information. I believe the 14th is a TV taping, uh, international TV taping. So if you're in those areas, come out and see uh, the old kingpin do what he does best. And then, Mike, the weekend after that, I got a busy April, buddy. Wow. April the 20th, I'll be heading to Waterbury, Connecticut for Northeast Wrestling. And then the very next day, Bethany, Connecticut, also for Northeast Wrestling. Find Northeast Wrestling on all your social media platforms for ticket and card information. And that Sunday, I'll be hosting my first ever pro wrestling seminar, Mike, in Amesbury, Massachusetts at the Wrestling Academy Revival. Go on Facebook right now, and and, uh, I've been sharing it like crazy, so it's on my Facebook page. And uh, you can to learn how to wrestle from the kingpin, just like Kofi Kingston did. Oh, I was just going to say, you're sharing all the knowledge that Kofi Kingston taught you. <laughs> Please. Why don't you ask <laughs> Kofi Kingston, who put him right out of the Indies, huh? <laughs> My favorite Kofi Kingston story was one of the last times I saw him before he uh, went down south. He went to Deep South Wrestling after he got signed. But he, there was a Madden football video game that was played between you and Kofi at the CTC, the Chaotic Training Center. And that game ended very tragically for your buddy, the Kingpin. Uh, what, what was it? A, a, a touchback? A safety. A safety. Yeah, he pinned me on the one-yard line, and then he got a safety and beat me. That was a lot of fun, and he uh, he enjoyed himself. 
with that outcome, I think. I think that was the first time I saw him do the skip and the clap was after beating you that day. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to book the kingpin, email brianmalonis at comcast.net or DM him on Twitter at Brian Malonis. All right. So it's been 100 episodes, Kingpin. Uh, get anything you want to say. Yeah, I don't know. Wh- I don't know why I ever decided to have you as my as my co-host. <laughs> the roast is over, Brian. <laughs> I know. I'm just speaking from the heart now. <laughs> oh God. No, Mike. It's been great. It's been a great 100 episodes, and uh, hey, maybe we'll get to 200. <laughs> yeah. What do you say? I'm up for it. You are. Unless you know, unless I get like a good contract or something. Yeah, and then exactly. It's, you know, Sayonara, champ. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank everyone who gave us their thoughts and opinions today. Brian Fury, Randall Keough, Jason Tiller of the Ten Count Podcast, Peter Winston of Greetings from Allentown, Mikey Mills from Booking the Territory, Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, Gerald Glassford from Pop Cultural Cosmos, RJ DeLuise, Jason Stewart of the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Joe Morata and Michael Quinn of Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, our old bosses, the New Age Insiders, and of course, Kofi Kingston. All of them uh, good friends of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Thank you very much for your support out there. Uh, really appreciate it. Thanks to everyone who is a listener of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing who continues to support us. And we will continue to do what we can to bring you our opinions, bring you our thoughts, and uh, share more with you on this podcast. Share more with you on social media. Look for us out there. Interact with us on all those different platforms at the WPAN. Thank you very much, and thank you, Kingpin, for being a uh, tolerable podcasting partner. <sighs> well, Mike, whatever. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Really appreciate uh, all the time spent doing this uh, podcast thing. Yeah, likewise, buddy. Let's keep going. We got a good thing here. Okay, yeah, let's do it again next Monday. Episode 101 of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. It never stops, right? Just long enough for us to get to the next one, buddy. Exactly. So until next week, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I am Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko and thanks for nothing. All right, here goes nothing. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, Episode 1, presented by BDARadio.com. There are so many pro wrestling podcasts out there covering every facet of the business. So we went to BDA Radio and said we had a different idea for a podcast. Everyone's doing something. We'll do nothing. They said, what's your wrestling podcast about? We said, nothing. And thankfully they said, we think you may have something here. So here we are. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring. And joining me this week and every week here on out is a veteran of the New England Independent Mat Wars, the irresistible force, the immovable object, the one-time check magnet, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. I, uh, I think you could have done a little better with that introduction, Mike. Well, no shit.